Yo, what's going on, man? It's your boy, Young L.A. France, a.k.a. the original 100 Proof Playboy, and I'm back with another episode of the 100 Proof Truth, man. Uh, it's been a couple days since I did my last uh, insertation, but uh, I've been getting some great reviews about the show, man. You know, it's just the consistency. That's the only negative feedback. It's just, you know, the frequency of me doing the show. Got a lot of stuff going on. Whatever. Anyway, first thing I want to jump into, man, is uh did y'all see that shit with papa john's bro first of all i never even ate papa john's before and this this is this is about to be like way back in 2017 um the dude that if y'all watch football or even if y'all eat pizza or whatever the guy that um that is the guy from papa john's the owner or whatever the the chairman, the original guy, the guy that'd be like, Papa John's Pizza, the official pizza of the NFL, him. Okay, he was on the call, the conference call, with some shareholders and was referring to the black community as niggas. Of course, not with the A, but with the hard R. The point is, Papa John had a, I even call this nigga Papa John. John had an interview with uh I forget what news publication but he just he just had an interview <clears throat> and he said that he's eaten 40 pizzas over 40 pizzas and I quote in 30 days and the pizza don't taste the same and the day of reckoning is coming now, I don't know what the hell this nigga's talking about as far as the day of reckoning is concerned but my thing is this uh homie if you are closing in on almost 65 years old, I think that's how old he is. He may be, like, in his early 60s. Don't quote me on that. You motherfucker look old. Either way it go, you ate 40 pizzas in 30 days, motherfucker? I'm 26. And I bet I never eat no 40 pizzas in no 30 days. This nigga, y'all gonna have to take me to the hospital and get my shit pumped or something, nigga, because that's not healthy. This nigga said he ate... 40 pizzas in 30 days, dog. I that is atrocious. If, if anybody is willing to, do you know how to cook, or do you all you know is pizza? Cause I wouldn't want to eat pizza. Just the 40 days of pizza, a 30 days of pizza. That should be like a motherfucking what you call that? The little uh 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 the little hashtags. 30 days of pizza. And for 30 days, motherfuckers all across the world eat nothing but pizza. Do you know how many people would be in the hospital for high blood pressure? But yes, sir. So uh, what's going on? Uh, we've we've uh, we've narrowed down uh, the uh, the EKGs, and they show that uh, you have a mild uh, concussion of pepperoni. Uh, by any chance, have you um, have you been eating? Too much pizza. Like, bro, this nigga ate... I don't know what I mean. You know? Um, that's crazy to me. You know? But the fact that... I'm, I'm, I'm getting off topic. But the fact that I was trying... The point I was trying to make is... The whole day of reckoning thing. First of all, let me just say this. If you guys remember way back when Cam Newton was talking about... Uh, he had that press conference. And he was talking about how it's funny how women know what routes are... And the girl was like, well, why would I know what routes are? So this bitch went outside, got some clown to run a route, and this bitch snapped the ball to herself, stood there, and then threw a post route. 
and then mentioned Cam Newton and was like, see, they tried to make it seem like he was being sexist. This is what happened. The bitch basically said, uh, uh, what, what, what were you, like, why you, what, something about routes. And Cam kind of started chuckling to himself, but she was like, what's funny? He was like, it's funny when women talk about routes because, like, you know, you're not really used to hearing women talk about routes because a lot of women don't understand football. Not all women, I'm saying a lot of women are just, they just not into football. I mean, they may be, they may watch it for the, the, the entertainment aspect, but a lot of, a lot of people don't watch sports. And so he was saying that it's funny to be surrounded by the guys all day and then go to a press conference and then a woman is asking him about routes. It's just, you know, I guess his day was crazy or whatever. I ain't cape for the nigga. I'm just telling you what he said. So when he said that, she was like, oh, my God, you're so sexist. How could you say that I don't know anything about routes? Because, bitch, you, like, dog, women, that's uncommon. This bitch set up a video on Twitter and threw a post route to some clown-ass white boy and was like, at Cam Newton, see, it, uh, 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 I, throw, I could throw a, a spiral better than you can, right? So then there was this coalition behind this white bitch about Cam Newton apologizing. Now, he had an endorsement deal with, uh, I believe it was Dannon, if I'm not mistaken. He had an endorsement deal. And they were talking, matter of fact, it was Dannon. And they were talking about... Um, Basically pulling they, they they deal from him because this happened. This nigga got on TV and apologized. But after he apologized, Twitter did day job and found out that this bitch is a stone racist. And been calling motherfuckers niggas from day one since the bitch got her Twitter. Since before this bitch became a uh a media uh a reporter, sports media reporter. And all that. This bitch got niggers and all this other shit on her Twitter. And then nobody said anything about that. And then the bitch just said, I'm sorry. Well, you just made. So if any, I would rather somebody be sexist than be a racist. Because if we keep it real, I mean, we all sexist. Why? Because there are things that women can do factually that a lot of men can't do. And there are women, things that men can do factually that a lot of women can't do. And some women can. But this is my point. Bitch, you a reporter. You are not an athlete. You asked a stupid ass question. The nigga laughed. He tried to be humane with you. And then you tried to turn it into a situation like, oh, I'm so offended that. Bitch, the fuck is you talking about? And so I'm using all that to say that this whole thing with the NFL, even the thing with Colin Kaepernick. And I'm not trying to make the podcast solely about sports. For my niggas that do like sports, y'all, I'm getting it in for y'all right now because this has just been on me. For my niggas that want to hear that real shit, it's coming right after that. This is what I'm saying. Every time niggas do something, the smallest thing, they find a way to be like, look what that nigga did, though. Look what he, he did this. He, he, he thinks. That's, bro, if you're going to ask a question, right, and just like with Ka- Kawhi Leonard a couple, like last week, they played against, uh, who did they play? Clippers played somebody important. It was like a, a, a uh, I think they they played the Bucks or somebody they played. I, I forgot. Um, and so, yeah, I think they played. The, I, don't, I don't remember who they played. Nonetheless, okay, 
uh, they, Kawhi Leonard was in the, the the meeting, and then they was talking about, oh well, Ka- Kawhi, can you walk us uh, down, uh, you know, the the last play of the game, walk us through the last play of the game, or the last your last two key plays of the game, which were like maybe like thirty seconds away from each other. So he said, I mean, what do you want me to say? Well, can you just walk us through, you know, what you did or what you were thinking about? And he said, um, uh, Patrick Beverly, Patrick got the rebound. Um, he passed it to me. Um, I ran as fast as I could uh, to the other basket, and I jumped as high as I could and um, dunked it. And then, um, you know, for the last shot, uh they got an outlet pass to the corner. Um, I ran as fast as I could, um, and then I jumped as high as I could and blocked the shot, and then I, that was it. And they were like, it was some of the media reporters were laughing, but see, some of them don't like when you do that because then they feel insulted, but you ask the stupid-ass question. The fuck you mean walk us through the last 30 seconds? You watched it. There's nothing for me to walk you through unless you're talking about the whole game. You know, how did you guys get back on track from, you know, whatever you guys were struggling with? Then, you know, that's a feasible question. But a lot of these motherfuckers really just be wanting to go home to their families. Y'all be asking them, and to you motherfuckers that's aspiring sports analysts and all of that, that's cool. But what I'm saying is don't ask stupid questions. Just don't ask stupid questions. Don't not ask stupid questions. If you are a woman... And you have a boyfriend or a husband. Don't ask stupid questions. Do not ask stupid questions. If you are a dude and you're trying to get to know a female and you really like her, but you don't want her to think you a clown, do not ask a stupid question. If a, well, no question is a stupid question. Yeah, there are stupid questions. You want to know what a stupid question is? Is it hot outside and you've already been the fuck outside? That's a stupid question. You know what a stupid question is? Uh, how do you really feel about me? Bitch, we married. What the fuck is you talking about? No, but how do, how do you really feel? I feel like you asking me a question that I just answered. In fact, I answered it when I married your retarded ass. But somehow you still want to answer to something I just gave you an answer to. You know what I'm saying? Don't ask stupid questions. Do not. And as far as the Cam Newton thing is concerned and the whole Kaepernick thing and, you know, like the situation with Kaepernick, they tried to change the contract up on the, on the nigga. And then when he didn't sign it, then they was like, well, I, I, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to leave because, you, you know, you don't want to agree to the terms. You can't bring a contract to – that's just like – me, for example, right? If I meet with a venue and we agree on some terms and we agree on, uh, you know, how much we're going to get from the front end, how much we're going to get on the back end, whatever, whatever, and we work all that business out, and then the day of the show, nigga come up to me and ask me, uh, hey, man, sign this, bro, um, because th- this is just, you know, to reiterate what we talked No, I'm not signing that. What we talked about is what we talked about, nigga. You should have had that. Whatever the fuck you had when we last talked, nigga, that's what we finna roll off of. Nigga, I was, well, you, you finna miss out on more money. Well, yeah, I'ma just miss out on more money, nigga. I'm not finna review this right now. That's why we had the business meeting before. That's why we did that. I had a job a few years back, right? I was a pharmacy tech, man. I was working on uh, 
139th and Central. At this hole in the wall pharmacy, right, for this African dude named Mike Adelecki. Mike, fuck you. But anyway, um, uh, you know, he, he, he was tripping on me. Early on when I was working there, you know, it was cool. But he, I kept seeing he would try to, like, sun me, you know, like, put me in his pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like, first time I worked there, you know, he asked me, like, you know, you know, what do I do, you know, when I'm not working or whatever. I'm just, you know, thinking it's casual or whatever. I really, when I go to jobs, I don't really too much talk to nobody. I just work my job and dip just because that's how you get twisted up and everything. Plus, if we at work, we're here to work. We're not here to talk or play. We're here to work. I get that, you know, conversing and everything uh, uh, or conversating and everything is, uh, you know, Something that people do to make the time pass. I make the time pass and focusing on my job. That's me. Plus, I don't even know you people. If I get to know you people and y'all cool, then cool. Long story long, this nigga asked me one day where my father was. Where was I? was like, did me on medication? Boom, 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 right? So then he says to me, we were standing there. And he was, you know, talking to me over there. He was like, where's your father? I'm like, what? Where's your father? I'm like, oh, my dad, man, he at the crib chilling, you know. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Uh, do, did you go to church yesterday? I'm like, nah, I didn't go to church. Why? Why do you not go to church? I'm just not really into church like that, homie. I, I, you know, I don't believe that I need to go um, sit in a place with a bunch of nosy motherfuckers who don't have lives that keep drama up and praise the God that I serve when I'm not there, when I'm on my job, when I'm in my bed, when I'm in my car, when I'm in the shower, when I'm eating my breakfast, lunch, and dinner, that's the guy that I serve. I don't need to be here to talk to him. I don't need you to intercede for me, motherfucker. That's a relationship between me and him. Nonetheless, he said to me one day, and I was like, all right, dog, so you want me to whip your ass? He said that I needed to sign this paper, right? We was having trouble. We was having, you know, little fallouts at the job, right? It wasn't nothing major, but he would just, you know, I'm trying to learn the job and everything. And he act like he don't want to train me. The little Mexican bitches that I'm working with, they acting like they don't want to train me. So I'm, you know, learning the job on the fly, you know, with a little bit of stuff that they would teach me, they would just fly through it. You know, when you, and that's the thing, that's another thing with jobs. All the young people, that's, that's, you know, in my age bracket, you know, and the young G's that's beneath me and the, and the young sisters that's beneath me. And even some of y'all that's, that's the same age or above that's listening to this. Wherever you are on this planet, listen to me. It's your job's duty to train you. It's your job's duty to train you. Do not let your job put you in a position to where you in a corner and they force you to allow yourself to be fired because... You look like you don't know what you're doing. If you feel like you need training again, then you lo- you locate a supervisor and say you need to be trained again. Because it's their job to train no matter how long it takes. It's training. It's a, oh, man, this is a simple job, not to me. And if that's what you got to say, then that's what you got to say. But they cannot just, don't just stand there and, and work a job when you're uncomfortable working a job. If you want probation or not, you need to ask. Can I be trained in this again? Because I'm having trouble with retaining this. Because I'm going to tell you like this. The worst they can do is, 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 is fire you. But they can't just fire you because they don't want you to work there no more. Because they feel like you're incompetent. 
Well, you would only be incompetent on a job if, first of all, if you was incompetent and they hired you, that's their fault. Nonetheless, if you was incompetent working their job, then that means that whoever trains you is incompetent. Usually, usually, because how many of us have been on jobs and the people training them, you could tell they don't know what they're doing. They just learned on the fly, and so they're trying to tell you to learn on the fly. You know, that's some, something that people need to work on. If you aspire a businessman or businesswoman, you know, emphasize training. Learn how to do your trade first. You got an independent clothing line or you got a, a makeup line that you're working on. You got you trying to take some people under your wing or you you uh, you an investor or you in the real estate or whatever it is that you do, music, etc. When you get to talking about you're going to take people under your wing, make sure that those people are just as prepared as you are. Because all of the people that you work with are a representation of you. And if you do not have the skill set to be able to uh, get them the tools that they need to be proficient and successful at the job that you want them to do, then you a failure. It's not on them because you're the boss. You're the boss. That's just like in the military. If a whole platoon falls, if a whole platoon get wiped out, the, 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 the lieutenant of the platoon is not supposed to uh, go back to the camp. He's supposed to die with the platoon. He, it's his job to make sure every one of his soldiers is safe. His life does not matter. His life is not, does not come first. It's the same thing with a king. The king's life does not come first before the nation. It's just like uh, a captain of a ship. The captain is supposed to go down with the ship and make sure all of the people that's on board, whether it's the crew, the passengers, etc., he's supposed to make sure they're okay, but the captain always goes down with the ship. And what that means is, you save everybody that's on the ship first. And if you die, then that's on you. But you don't get your ass off the ship first and there's people still get, get, trying to get off. But that's what people think. And people just want to be in charge of people. Getting back to what I was saying, Mike used to try to get loud with me, right? He used to try to say little stuff like, oh, yeah, well, you know, uh, 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 you, 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 need to, you need to always ask questions. Always ask questions. You know, then when I ask questions... You know, you need to, you need to, come on, come on, you need to get this job, you need to get this job, you need to, it's not, it's not difficult, it's not difficult. Well, it's difficult to me, motherfucker, because y'all, first of all, nigga, I done worked at, I worked at Walgreens, I worked at Ralph's, um, excuse me, not Ralph's, Vons, Pharmacy, and the both of them uh, was using two different softwares, and he was using something that was outdated, and then his computers were slow, so you, 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 a middleman in a sense, cause you just in the middle of the game. You not no independent capo. Yo, pharmacy is trash. This nigga lived way in Orange County, and had a and had a and had a pharmacy in Compton, borderline Compton side South Central. What I'm saying is, you just exploiting the people in the community. You don't care about the community at all, cause he didn't care about what I was talking about, and he didn't care about if if I worked the job or not. So one day I was handling some medication, right, and the medication. Counteract. I was mixing some erythromycin, and I was handling pills. I forget what pills I was handling, but I did mix an erythromycin solution. And those medications start reacting on my skin, and I started itching. So I went and put some gloves on and continued to work. He seen me with the gloves on and was like, why do you have gloves? Why, why, why do you have gloves? I'm like, yeah, man, my, my, uh, I couldn't even get out what I was saying because he just cut me off. I was like, take the gloves off. I'm like basically trying to tell him. You know, my gloves, man, the gloves I got on, the reason why I had the gloves on is because my skin is counteracting with one of these medications that I touched. Mind you, if any of y'all have a brain in the head that's listening to this, which I'm sure most of you do, uh, if y'all ever see 
when CNN or ABC or or whoever is talking about medication, you always see people in the labs when they're dealing with the medication. They always wearing they always wearing gloves. Generally, they're wearing gloves. Why? Because first of all, in in in, in pharmacy etiquette slash pharmacy procedures slash law, they tell you you need to wear gloves. It's a part of sanitation. It's OSHA. You supposed to wear gloves. It's a safety procedure to wear gloves. They teach you that in pharmacy school. Whenever you're dealing with medication, you wear gloves. They even teach you how to take the gloves off when you're done dealing with the medication so you don't get it on your hand in case you spill something on your glove or whatever. It's OSHA. Safety practices. But a lot of pharmacies do not emphasize these things. They got gloves in the pharmacy because they need to have gloves there, but they don't want to use the gloves in, in, in the pharmacy when they're dealing with the medication. It's like, well, I'm supposed to do data entry and then answer the phone and then deal with the medication. Yes. If you got to take the gloves off and put more gloves on, then that's what you have to do. People don't want to do that. They just say, oh, I'm going to just start digging in a, a, a bottle of pills that somebody is going to put in their mouth that I'm touching with my nasty ass hands that I just scratched my nose with. So anyway, he, he tripped on me. He tried to get me to sign this contract that I would behave or he was going to fire me. I said, nigga, I'm not signing that. He what? What's it? What's up? What, what do you mean? What, what? 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 You are not signing. I'm like, no, I'm not signing that. I'm, I'm not signing that, man. I'm not signing that. So, you know, OK. Uh, OK. Right. So he, he, he didn't know what to do. So then the next day he presents another contract to me. Right. This time, this the lead tech, this this bitch, Marguerite, this bitch is in the office now. Right. Because some I know what he did. He's not he wasn't intelligent. He just passed. He got his pharmacy license in Louisiana. That's because he had the shit on the wall. Right. He had got it there. and He came to L.A. to get these big chips. Right. But he couldn't afford to have no uh, uh, pharmacy in Orange County because the white folks weren't going for it. He couldn't afford to have one in Los Angeles County. I mean, well, not Los Angeles County, but he couldn't afford to have one in the Los Angeles area, area code like 90059, 90058, 90057. He couldn't, he couldn't afford to have no pharmacy over there because the property tax is too high, number one. Number two, that rent that you got to pay to be able to hold the pharmacy down it, it, it's, it's, it's too expensive. So what he did was he moved to Compton, but he didn't know nothing. He didn't know none of the procedures. He didn't know none of the protocol to renewing his license for the pharmacy. He had all of them, the, the tech bitches that was doing it, uh, uh, the tech bitches that was working in there doing that, which is illegal because they you cannot give them your, your pharmacist. Uh, there is like a, uh, a VIN number attached to all pharmacists, all uh, healthcare professionals that is supposed to, it's like your social security number. Nobody can apply to applications or renewals but you. And you have to use that number. And he was telling them to do that, making him accounts for the... Man, it was some illegal shit going on, bro. But nonetheless, he tripped on me and tried to get me to sign this contract. And I was like, bro, I'm not going for that. I'm not doing it. You can kiss my ass. What? What did you say to me? You can kiss. Oh, say can your face kiss my black motherfucking ass. How are you talking about? I'm not signing that because you said if I don't sign this. And I read it. It said like you basically like 
I need to agree to do everything he says, and if I don't do that, then he going to fire me. I'm like, dang it, this is not kindergarten, bro. You're dealing with the original Playboy right here. I'm telling you, homie, you can wipe your ass with that paper. I'm not, I'm not signing that. So what he did was, he, Margarita, do you, do you hear this? Like, he tried to use her as a witness, basically to say that because he didn't do what I said, then he's basically being uh, uh, belligerent. I'm like, all right, cool. He's being insubordinate. All right, cool. Fucked up part about it all was this. Uh, you know, it was a couple times where, you know, he, he, he tried to, like, he, he challenged me. Like, as a man, he challenged me, which, you know, I wasn't like, I was upset, but I wasn't upset to the point where, you know, I was like raising my voice like, blah, blah, blah. I, I did feel upset, though. I felt like, I felt what he was doing. I felt what he was doing. But it didn't move me enough to, because if I would have put my hands on him, he'd, he, I don't went to jail, because I would have beat the dog, the Snoop Doggy Dog. You figure, deal me? I'd have beat the dog shit out of him. I'm not even playing. Because the stress of that job is not even worth doing that. And that's the point I'm trying to make in what I'm saying about employers and what I'm saying about the NFL and what I'm saying about all of these all of these constructs that force you to, quote unquote, have to obey them or you're fired. It's wrong for termination. You can't do that. I didn't sue him, but I could. I had a case. You get what I'm saying? I had a case. Off top, you know, and then on top of that, to make it even worse, he tried to tell me. Like, yeah, you know, uh, uh, so basically, if you don't sign this, then I'm going to fire you. I'm like, all right, I'm not signing it. So he cut me my severance, and, and I left. But before that happened, it was one specific, like maybe like a couple weeks before that, he called the police on me about the glove situation. He called the police on me. And let me tell you something. Before I was the me that I am now, because I was working that job, I was like 24. So I hadn't quite got to the point that I'm at now with the world. I was there, but I wasn't content with, like, this is me. This is what it is. I'm not finna change this. You know, if motherfuckers trip on me, then they trip on me. But I'm just tired, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm not going for, I'm, you know, I'm seasoned now. And that generally happens, like, once you pass, like, 25 you pretty like going into your thirties. You pretty you, you have a very low tolerance. You should if you a mature uh, adult that's twenty six and above. You pretty much get to a point where you are not tolerating bullshit. You just not gonna do it because it's it's gonna lead to something else. And what I was trying to do was listening to my parents, who I know who had tried to have the best interest for me, but they didn't understand how to work with a nigga like me because I you know. It's certain things that I'm not going to lay down for that. They'll lay down for Because they, you know, they understand their pride and their dignity and all of that. But I'm prideful, you know, to a fault. Because I'm not going to allow you to just say what you want to say to me. And then it's just cool. I'm going to check you. And then it is what it is. I'm not going to. And I'm not saying that my parents wouldn't do that. I'm saying that the smallest thing, I address that. I address that. The smallest, if I feel like you about to, and that's what kind of puts me off with people, 
But I'm saying this. I would rather, for y'all listening, put y'all up on game real quick. You want to be like that. You know why? Because when people look at your face and they see that you're not going for the bullshit and they see that you're not the one to fuck with and they see that you're not the one to test, a lot of bullshit misses you. Because people who are fickle are not going to approach you. But you can't be playing or you got to really be serious about what you're saying. You can't just be playing no role. And that's what a lot of people do. A lot of people are like, oh, man, I, you know, I don't want to lose this job. I got to do what these people say. And they be, bought, they be grown people getting bullied. I'm not finna get bullied. Nigga, I will, we, I, I, nigga, we will tear this whole place up, nigga. Behind some shit you said to me. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he ended up firing me and all of that. The point I was trying to make was, um, you know, the NFL and, you know, the job thing. And, you know, any anything, anything um, organized that you're a part of that has a hierarchy, I want y'all to understand this. Nothing. And the playboy means nothing is worth your pride or your dignity. Not no fucking job. Hi, one of my homegirls told me the other day uh, she quit her job because... Her boss told her, shut up. And she was like, don't fucking talk to me. Like He was like, shut up. And I wanted to say so bad, why you didn't tell him, you shut the fuck up? Because you quit. She quit days later. But what I'm saying is, I wanted to say so bad, why you didn't say you shut the fuck up? Fuck is wrong with you? See, people don't expect their employees to talk to them like that. And then if it go down, then it just go down. You know, and I get that, you know, her situation, like her boss, you know, like he basically he owned the situation that she working at. So if he would have said that and she would have, then he would just have to give you unemployment. If he fired you, he would just have to give you unemployment. Because all working ordinances, all places that have uh, um, what they call uh, tax, what is it, tax representable employees. Basically, like, or not tax represent, but like, uh, what is it called, man? It's called, uh, let's just fuck it. Every employee that works at a, at a job, let's say, like, if you got your own company, you got employees, okay, if your business is considered a business, you got to pay taxes. You got to pay taxes on the LLC, and you got to pay um, provisionaries. So, basically, all of the employees that, you, that, you, that work for you, you get a tax write-off because all of those people are working for you. So your budgeting, your budgeting, as far as the employees' salaries are concerned, plus the taxes that you got to pay, annually, all of that is, is worked into the budget of the whole company. So you got projections. So the projections that you have are based off of, okay, this is what we usually make annually. Every company does this from mom and pop to Walmart. Every single one. You know what I'm saying? And what has to happen is they have to have a, 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 a steady rate, fixed rate on whatever the minimum wage is. They can't go any, anywhere below that. So they can do minimum wage or they can do a couple dollars above. I'm from L.A. So motherfuckers is not doing um, anything above minimum wage unless you got a little bit of a qualification or you're working at a factory that's going to work your ass half to death or you're working the night shift. Either way it goes, um, 
those comp- companies have to work out those 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 kinks, right? So if he would have fired her instead of her quitting, which I feel her quit, I ain't mad. I'm just saying she should have told. What I'm saying is she should have. You if you listen to you know the fuck you are, motherfucker. If you listening to this shit, you should have told him you shut your motherfucking ass up. And if he would have said anything else other than okay, like you fired or some shit, what I would have did was I'd have called them white people. I went online and made me a little account, uh, the little motherfucking, um, the unemployment, went on unemployment site, made me an account, they would gave you a date that they was going to call, when they called, you tell them what happened, because he can't talk to you like that, he can't talk to you like that, especially if you had a witness, they probably would ask you for the witness's phone number. Tell them, hey, be on the lookout for such and such. When they call them, they're going to verify. Is this what was said? Yes. Did they fire them uh, 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 solely behind retaliation? That's what I believe. They would have did that. They would have contacted your employer and said, hey, did you fire such and such? Uh, yes. You no, know, she, you know, whatever. He would have gave them. Well, sir, you can't do that. Because this is the thing. A lot of foreigners come here and get, get uh, uh, businesses and they hire Americans and they take advantage of Americans because Americans don't know their rights here. That's the thing about America. Americans are stupid, bro. There's one thing that I, I give our country, one of the many things. Americans are stupid. Americans are stupid. They are. Predominantly, people of color get game the most. Predominantly. Not all, predominantly. People of color get game. When it comes to some legal shit. I'm not saying. Now niggas do get game. Uh, uh, you know. Outside of the legal shit. But as far as when it comes to a job. And like knowing your rights. And suing. And contacting these people. These niggas is out the loop. Not all. But a lot of niggas are out the loop. Because. If he would have fired you. Regardless of. If. Y'all got into it or not. He got to give you unemployment. Because he laid you off. You got to get three write-ups. And then you get terminated. He can't just fire you. A lot of employers don't know that I'm giving y'all a game right now. A lot of employers don't know that. You have to be written up three times. It has to be documented that you were written up three times. Why? So when un- unemployment comes calling and come knocking on that damn door, they can present these files and say, we gave him three warnings. They still didn't comply. So we fired them. Boom. Then they contact you. You cannot get, it, get, get unemployment because you were not complying with the rules of the workplace. That's how that works. It's a baseball game. You get three tries. They write you up three times. Then they fire you. So if you got written up once and then the write-ups last for a year. They last for a year. So after that, like, let's say, okay, you start your job on March, well, not even March, whatever, it's November 26th, which is today. You start your first, your, your job today. Your first day is today, November 26th. Next, November 26th, next year, all that shit you did last year resets. It resets. So the point I'm trying to make is there is a lot of, there are a lot of young people our age, young people. That's walking on eggshells because they feel like they can't speak or express themselves without being penalized. Yes, you can. You're not no fucking slave. You're not no slave. That's what they think. You know, pay labor 
is in a sense indentured servitude, but it ain't. It's not chattel slavery. Like don't have an opinion, or else. But it's indentured servitude. Why? Indentured servitude is your dad give my dad a pig. He he said his pig is worth a year. I work for your dad for a year. After a year, I go home and eat on that same hog that my daddy that my that I work for my dad to have. Same thing. You go to a job. Every two weeks, they pay you for the hours that you worked at that job the two weeks prior. That's indentured servitude, not chattel slavery like nigga work for free and shut the fuck up. That's 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 violating your civil right. And if you have a supervisor that's doing that to you, then you need to lo- you need to let your your human resources department know that. And if possible, the Better Business Bureau, you take it all the way to the top. Because your rights matter, motherfucker. Care about what nobody say. Your rights matter. You white, you black, purple, orange, yellow, green. Your rights matter. They do. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to wrap it for this one. Um, you know, I know I've been slacking, but I'm, I'm going to pick up the pace. Right now, it's just a lot of shit is turning up for me and, um, you know, things like that. Uh, also, I'm trying to get more active on Twitter. I'm going to start tweeting. I told y'all my Twitter was at... Uh, 100 P-R-E-U-X-F, 100 proof. For those of y'all that know, y'all know. If not, pause it, rewind it, pause it, rewind it until you get it. And my Twitter is at 100, at 100 P-R-E-U-X-F. That's my Twitter. My Instagram is at 4 at the number 4 L-A-F-R-A-N-C-E. Those are my handles, all right? Alright, so I'm going to start being more consistent with the videos. I know that I should have been... If I would have been doing this from when I started this podcast to now, oh, I, I, this would be something right here. It's all good, though. I'm going to dedicate a whole year to this, though. I'm, I'm going to keep working on this for, this for this next year, bro. And if it don't turn out to be shit, then I'll stop it. But I'm going to work on it until today, next year. Right? Every day. You know what I'm saying? If I can do one on the weekends... I'm going to try to do it. I'm usually busy on the weekends and all that, but I'm going to try to get them in. I'm going to try to get them in. And for the days that... But what I may do, too, on Fridays, I may post two or three episodes just to tie it over into the weekend. You feel me? So I'm still trying to work that out. But nonetheless, it's your boy, Young LA Friends, a.k.a. the original 100 Proof Playboy. Um, you know, and stay up. I want y'all to always know that... Even though your mama tell you she love you, it's the reason why you're here, and she'll never tell you the true reason why. Alright? Motherfuckers usually end up here because they mama kept them because of peer pressure. But I'm not saying that's your story. All I'm saying is, is that that's probably your story. Alright? Alright. Love y'all. Stay 100. I'll catch y'all next time. Peace.